You are now listening to the intersectionvictoria.com podcast. A place where faith meets facts. A podcast made for the thinking Christian and the skeptic. I believe in a God who holds the heavens and the earth in existence. I believe that on the basis of rational evidence. Frederick Coyle both said this, there is no way to explain the origin of life, and I'm quoting Hoyle now, in an earthbound explanation. What is Pascal's wager? It was something derived by Blaise Pascal, a famous mathematician and physicist. At the ripe young age of 16, boy genius Blaise came up with Pascal's theorem, a geometric trigonomical proof, and then in his 20s he contributed to physics with Pascal's law, which is a description of fluid pressure. Now at the age of 32 he converted to Christianity, and until his death at 39 he did no science work whatsoever and dedicated his life to theological studies. From this period in his life we get Pascal's wager, his most famous of his three major contributions. Now as a mathematician, Blaise Pascal understood probability very well and he wanted to prove that it was more rational to bank on God's existence than banking on God's non-existence. And in order to drive his point home, he established Pascal's wager to be in the absence of any evidence for God's existence. In other words, he said, even if there was absolutely no evidence for God's existence, it would be more rational to bank on his existence from a pure probability or gambler's perspective. Now, he certainly did believe that there was plenty of proof of God's existence, but his wager doesn't require that. Pascal's wager is set up into a very simple grid. There are two options, belief in God's existence or not believing in God's existence. And the question is, what are the worst and best case scenarios for each group? Now, if we focus on those who believe in God, what is the worst case scenario for that group? Quite simply, it's that they live a life according to Christian principles, typically meaning they'll have a moral life, they'll be upstanding citizens, and then they die, just like everybody else. And there's absolutely no punishment, no, no gain, and, and no loss. Absolutely nothing happens beyond the grave. Now what happens if their beliefs are correct? Then they move on into the next life and to live in eternal bliss in Christ's presence. It's the best possible life for the longest possible time. There's an infinite amount of gain on the other end. And there's absolutely no loss on the other side. Now, if we move to the second group, here we have those who do not believe in God. Best case scenario for them is that God does not exist, because at that point there is no net loss. Unfortunately, their profit margin is zero. And what is their loss capacity? Well, if God does exist, and it is correct that as sinners we do need God's forgiveness, and then the non-believers ignore this, do not repent, do not follow God, and end up going to the other side of the grave and finding out that He does exist, at which point they face judgment and are punished eternally. So from the Christian perspective, the loss factor for not believing in God, if He exists, is infinitely negative, infinitely large. So Pascal said, given those odds alone, someone who banks on God's existence is making the safer and better bet. The loss to gain ratio 
is infinitely in favor of the one who believes in God. And this is in the absolute, this is if there's a, literally a 50-50 chance of God existing or not. Literally in the absence of absolute proof. Now clearly, I certainly don't believe, and neither did Blaise Pascal, that that's the scenario. I think there's an abundance of proof in God's existence, and that's what this, these video series seek to highlight. So we hope this was helpful, and we hope to see you again. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website and social media. Find us at intersectionvictoria.com. Goodbye.